Hey everybody, super excited for you to check out this episode with my good friend Simon Chan. He is a returning guest. He's been on here once before. He's got a great new book coming out called The Consistency Pill. So uh, if you go into the description of this episode, definitely grab yourself a copy. But also don't forget that in about uh, just under three weeks, Nancy and I begin our inaugural three-day simple content repurposing workshop. So if you have never learned how to repurpose content or you would learn you would like to learn how to take a simple pillar piece of content like a blog or a podcast or in this case a video and repurpose it into multiple pieces of content so you're working smarter and not harder then also check out the description of this episode where you can click on the link to claim your free ticket to this 3-day workshop event it's Monday through Wednesday June 27th to June 29th and we hope to see you there. So enjoy the episode. Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode. For only, I think, the fourth time ever, I have a returning guest. So this is a rarity. It doesn't happen too often, but when a friend reaches out to you and says, hey, I got something big to talk about. I got something going on and I would love your audience and your listeners to hear about it. That's an automatic yes for me. Uh, this man does not need a further introduction. He is one of the top podcasters in the MLM network marketing space. His podcast, MLM Nation, just celebrated its 10th year anniversary. Um, he's well-known. Um, he's got some great things coming out, including a brand new book that we are going to be talking about. So with all that behind us, Simon Chan, welcome to today's episode. Hey, thank you, Scott. It's an honor to be here. And for all those listeners, definitely check out, you know, I finally got Scott on ML Mission Podcast as well. And that episode is coming out in late June. So uh, you don't want to miss that. That was, uh, seems like we just talked, but it was a lot of fun. And I remember I, I didn't want it to end. We just kept on talking and talking. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's always that way when when we end up uh, having these conversations. And let me let me first start this way. Ten year podcast. I, I mean, how did it go by fast? What was you know the intention? Like, I'm going to start this podcast. I want to give back to the community that has given so much to me. I, I mean, does it sometimes baffle you that it's been ten years running now and and going strong? You know, that's a great question. Let me clarify a little bit. It's been the 10-year the birthday of me being a coach in the direct selling profession. Uh, the podcast itself is about seven years. And I think there's a lot of lessons to that. Um, you know, I built a seven-figure network marketing business. And then I felt that in 2012, uh, God had a different purpose for me to make an even bigger impact. Uh, I wasn't entirely sure about coaching, but it was on, on May 25th. I believe it was the day I sold my first course. So that was when kind of my coaching, 
uh, ML Nation was founded coaching. And at that time, it was just called Simon Chan Coaching. So that, that's how I got started. And uh, I did it for part-time. I still did network marketing. And about like a seven, eight months, and I did a little bit. I think this is a lesson too. When people want to start something, they go all in without knowing what it is. I just like said, let me do a little bit. It really started out like people who used to ask me for help and I was just answering messages. And I was like, wait, I don't even have time to for my family and or my team because I felt bad ignoring them. So I just reply back until I said, hey, I just got to stop because I can't, it's not fair to my friends, my family, right, uh, in my downlines. So a mentor suggested, why don't you start doing coaching? Just charge them money. So I started to come up with a, you know, $250 an hour. I just made a big number. At that time, if it was a big number, no one's going to pay that. But really, it was just to get rid of them. Just like, hey, I can't unless you pay $250 an hour. And to my surprise, a couple of people actually paid. So I did that. And I was like, all right, it's pretty fun. And then it was like these one-on-one, one-time calls. It wasn't because people don't really, I give, I pour a lot in the hour. And then there's no follow-up. So I started doing like a membership where it was group coaching, it was a group coaching, and then also for one-on-one, there's a certain time limit, like three months or six months, that's how we started, where you had to be there, so there was accountability follow-up to make sure, because if I was talking to the person for one hour, they paid me $250, and you all know, right, you have coaches, Scott, you coach as well, accountability is important, they don't take action, what ends up happening, they blame you, I paid you money and you didn't didn't help me, so that evolved into like a three, six, one-year programs, and I actually really liked it. So in May 2012 was my, uh, oh, actually, in April 2000, April 2013 was when I went full-time being a coach. And so the coaching business, as anything, is way harder than building a direct selling business. Way, way, way harder. <laughs> you know that. But you really have to have a purpose and passion. And I think when you have a purpose, you're not going to quit, right? If it was for the money, I would like left. But it was about the purpose. And so... During that time, um, it wasn't easy for the first two years. Really, really was difficult. I remember um, I was just frustrated. And at that point, my network marketing residual, I still get paid a six-figure residual, was basically paying my bills. But that was paying my rent and my mortgages. I have a a rental and I also have like a a property I own. But the coaching business wasn't really getting going. And... That was when I was, I was sick and tired of investing, sick and tired of being stuck in here. And then my network marketing business, I always invested in myself. I always had a coach or someone to hold me accountable. So I invested in a mastermind. At that time, it seemed like uh, it was a lot of money. It was like 20000 And I actually didn't even have the money. But I said, okay, hey, uh, I need to do something to change my coaching business. So I actually borrowed the money, put on credit cards, got started there. And that first year, it wasn't a dramatic change, right? So it wasn't like, oh, I'm instantly hit six, seven figures. But I mean, it improved a little bit better. And then the next year, when it was time to renew, I said, hey, I, I, I definitely need to renew. Because I saw the changes was going in the positive direction. And during that second year, I got the idea for a podcast. And it was actually on the, and then um, it also got the idea to do international events. So I started doing these no BS, no hype events, big network marketing events in Australia. This was before the pandemic. And on the plane ride there, I put one-on-one together and came up with the idea for the podcast, ML Nation. And that was in, I still remember, in October 2014. Uh, actually, we were on the way to Sydney and then to New Zealand. I did a couple of events there, came up with the idea. And then once I came back, you know, I basically had my whole team for the next five months. We're going to work on the podcast and let's get, let's get this done. You know, we, outside of the uh, Australia New Zealand events, we, we've, we've lived a pretty parallel life, meaning... Um, I was having significant success 
in the online space and network marketing. Uh, I was doing it by leveraging LinkedIn. I had people reaching out to me saying, can you help me? Can you help me? And like you, I threw out that same number. I'm like 250 bucks. I'll teach you how to use LinkedIn. And to my surprise, people were like, yes. And I'm like, wow. So I, and again, like you, I was doing three different things. I was, you know, growing my coaching business. I was still running my, my health club and personal training. And I was growing my network marketing business all at the same time. So I had my hands in three different cookie jars. But so nothing was getting 100% attention. And you know what happens when nothing gets 100% attention, they all start to go backwards. So I had to, A, get rid of the gym, close that. And now, um, like you, I, I ended up, you know, joining a mastermind. And I, I had told the person who was running the mastermind, in the pockets that I was doing this coaching, what it was bringing in. And he goes, dude, if you actually focused on this, you could be killing it. And he was right. So at that point, I made the decision to say, you know what? I got to follow my passion, my purpose, my reason, which is to help other people leverage LinkedIn to grow their business the way that I had grown mine. I proven the concept and it was time for me to do more. And it's been such a gratifying journey because like you said, so different than building a network marketing business because, you know, I think there's a lot of people in network marketing, whether they've been in it or still are, they don't realize how good they have it in the aspect of yeah. customer service, you know, shipping, warehouses, packaging. Like when you're grow, like my wife and I, we have to, we have all these care packages that we have to send out to our new mastermind members. We're doing that. I had to order the mugs from our graphic designer. I got the books delivered that they're all getting. We have to go to the UPS store. We have to package everything, you know? So again, there's a different labor of love that comes along with that, but I wouldn't trade it in for anything. Now, so obviously MLM Nation, you know, the coaching, the podcast, seven years old, you know, all told 10 years. With, with the years of experience that you had prior, and I, I, I remember your story back in the day before online and you know you had to do this the old school way in network marketing what would you say over these last 10 years what's what's been the biggest lesson that you've learned in i don't want to say going out on your own but as you stated earlier really following that passion and that purpose in a different way and again giving yourself and your skill set to others in a different way what's been the biggest lesson in all that I think if you have a heart to really help others and be a giver, it's easier than ever to build a following and influence and to build a business, right? So, uh, and social media has made it so, so uh, easy. In many ways, social media has also made it hard, right? But if you really have a heart, uh, just like you do, you give constant, give value, you give content, right? Uh, on, on when we did an interview on Emanation, you talk about what you do on LinkedIn, your formula, your stories, you're giving, you're giving teaching. If you really have a heart to serve, it's very easy to get, go out there and uh, create a following. That's very simple. Like when you asked me a question, when I started MLM Nation podcast, I think it's gonna go so long. I'm the type of person, once I start doing something, I don't stop, right? Uh, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you're struggling, that's one of the easiest ways to convince someone to follow you, is just don't stop. You, you may be bad, you may suck, you may be terrible, and my first episodes weren't good, but if you keep going, 
eventually people are like, oh, it's working. They'll follow you. It's the consistency. People buy, I always talk about, you don't need results, but people buy your change, your commitment, and your consistency. How have you changed? Yeah, our change could be your results, but change could be your attitude, your habits, your commitment, commitment, how committed, and your consistency. So if you're not doing that, it's very difficult. But social media has made it a lot, lot easier. Like back in the day, uh, and I've been doing this for almost 20 years now, 19 years since I started being an entrepreneur. Back then, it was hard to give value, right? Maybe you put a blog, but how do you get the blog out there? There's no platform. Social media has totally changed it, where anyone can go out there, and as long as you're giving value, consistent value to certain types of people, uh, and don't you know what? People will find you. People will find you, right? You can search to certain target markets. They'll find you. You start building following. But on the flip side is, in many ways, social media has made it harder for you to build because number one um it's, it's a time suck right you gotta be able to not just consume content but create content like that's one of the things i i aim i i, I do my best to create more content than consume because you're consuming just going down the rabbit hole scrolling on the news feed yeah you're not really building your business right you got to go out there put yourself out there and the second thing is if you're not consistent people are watching you now they, they, they may not be commenting they may not be liking but they're seeing what you're doing, right? If you're not consistently putting stuff out there, they're like, okay, this person quit, or that's not working. And back in the day, like if you, before social media, you can just show up once a week and you're great, and people are like, wow, you're awesome, right? You're in the community, you show up for Chamber of Commerce, you're really serious. Now people are watching because the competitions, everyone's putting out content. The day, you're just, the day you're not doing it, oh, something's going on, something's wrong. And people only remember, this is something I learned the hard way, people only remember what you did today. The great stuff you did, or even like my podcast, like five years ago, whatever, they don't remember anything. They remember what did you do today? And if you didn't do anything today, they immediately, the credibility, the trust goes down a little bit. And that was, that was, in many ways, that's what makes it harder. You, you really have to show up every day. You know, you've mentioned the word consistency in, in a lot of this conversation already, but there, there's two things that, there's many things that I love about you and what you stand for. But there's two things personally that that I love the most. Number one, you always wish me a happy birthday the day before my birthday. So you're always one of the first people out of the hundreds that do. You always send me that voice note or that video message a day before my birthday. So I always appreciate that. And number two, uh, our passion for baseball card and sports card collecting, because I think having the connection to one's inner child, you know, we both have sons. So I think also having that special thing to share with our kids is really important, but you also have a, a, a sports journalism background. And so obviously you, you know, the, the art of asking questions to get specific answers. And, you know, it's a testament to everything that you've done in your career, because everything that you've done revolves around consistency. And I, I see the work that you do with your kids and working with them on baseball. My son, the same thing. He's a catcher. So we're always doing stuff, you know, catching drills and uh, blocking drills. How has the, the knowledge that you have around being consistent and the compounded effect, how has being consistent in those aspects of life in business and everything that you've done, how has that helped you most? Well, wait, first of all, thank you for the kind words. You're only saying that because you didn't know me before I, when I was in college. Because <laughs> in college, I was talking about the only thing I was consistent with. I was definitely not born consistent. Um, and 
it's something you learn. Because in college, the only thing I was consistent with was playing John Madden football to 4 a.m. in the morning. Uh, NBA Jam back in the day, if, you, if some of you remember. And then I could barely even get up for a 2 p.m. class. And the only reason I got up for that class, because my parents signed me up for um, the dining hall, meal service. And I want to get there before it closed, so I get my lunch. And I'll, I'll grab the sandwiches, whatever, put, pack in my backpack and eat during class. So I was definitely not consistent, but there are a couple things, and I actually wrote this in my upcoming uh, my book, The Consistency Pill, that anyone would be consistent if you apply these seven things, right? And some you you probably you may not know what the seven components, but you're doing those seven components, right? Anyone who's successful, they're consistent, and they're doing these things. And the power of consistency, if you have kids, you know that. If you do something, and you talk about your son being a catcher, if you just do a little bit each day, could be like five minutes of blocking, but you do it for five, six days in a row, a week from now, he is 10 times better, especially when they're young. Now, if you do one hour of blocking for one week, once a week, he just gets burnt out, his knees are going to be sore, and he's probably not going to be happy about doing it. But if you just a little bit every day, they, it gets, the growth is exponential. It's a compound effect, the 1% of 1%, 1%. Especially with kids, you see it, it's like 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%. So, you know, for me, the consistency is like when I first started, uh, I just shut, just let me share with you about the podcast, right? When I first started the podcast, I figured the podcast is a good lead gen for me, a good way to generate leads for my co- coaching business. And of course, like no one knew who that Simon Chan was, right? So I need to get big time leaders. So I want to get leaders out there. Now, people in my company knew, but but I didn't want my, my podcast just to be people from my company. Right? I want to be people outside because that was my purpose. Like my company was just a drop in the bucket of like a huge billion dollar direct selling industry. So I need to get big name players. But the big name players, they're like, you know, you know, people who are successful, like someone like you, Scott. When I first started, I was a nobody. You're not gonna like, oh, all right, I, I'm gonna spend 45 minutes with a person that I, I don't even know who he, he is. Of course, he says he's good, but is he gonna be around? Is he gonna be around while wasting my time? And then, like, six months from now, you know, the average podcast, by the way, has only six episodes and then dies, and like, I wasted my time, I'll never get back. Because you can get money back, you can't get money, time back. So I went out there, I literally asked and asked and asked tons of people. Uh, I even did some extreme things, but just to get some people on to the show. Now, the first six months was really, really difficult getting getting people on, because uh, especially network marketing leaders, they're busy. But it's just showing up consistently, consistently following up. Uh, after like the first four months, people start noticing it. Oh, okay, I see you. You now when you click on it, instead of like one episode, the thirty something episodes, right? You see some other people, and then it compounds. And in fact. And this is something to encourage people. Like, if you're starting any business, you're not getting re- results. I share with you when I first started coaching, I didn't, the first two years wasn't like, boom, like six figures right away. Also, when I started the podcast, for my first four months, I, I made one penny. I, I, I did not even make one penny out of the podcast. Nothing. But it wasn't until my, my four and a half months, the fifth month, I got my first coaching client from there uh, because it takes consistency. And I, all of a sudden, after six, seven, eight months, it was easier to get leaders. Now, I remember some one leader. I give him a shout here, Calvin Becerra, right? Made over seven figures in the profession. He's like, Simon, uh, when we first, uh, when we finally got on to the, to talk, said, Simon, I don't even know you. I don't even know your background. But the fact that you're consistently following up with me every two, three weeks, I know you must be pretty successful. And I think that sums it up. So even today, nowadays, when people try to pitch me things, um, I'll share a secret. Like when people try to pitch me to do this, I'm always say. Instead of saying being rude, it's like, no, I'm not interested or not replying back. I'm just saying, hey, I'm really busy now. I'm focused on certain projects, but check back with me in six months and think I may be open to it. And you know, guess what? And they feel good. 
99% of people never fought, check, back, check back with me in six months. So I don't, I'm not the bad guy. It's their fault. Got to follow back up. Fortune's got to follow back up. And if you keep persistent, I'm like, all right, yeah. you know what? Even if I can't do it, I'm going to go out of my way to give you a referral or something because you deserve yeah. it. You're going to yeah. be successful. So, I mean, you already talked about it. You have a, a brand new book coming out called The Consistency Pill, which um, I will take that pill every single morning just because to be consistent, that's how you create success. So before we talk about you know the guts of the book, where obviously writing books is, is a passion of mine as well. I got a book coming out later this year. Where did the idea for the book come from? And you know what was the process like going through writing this book and, and putting it out there to the world? I've seen like the training involved, right? Like when I got started in 2003, I remember I bought a CD, network marketing CD, it was like $100. I was like, oh my, I, like, I was scared to spend it because the only CDs I spent were like CDs, $12, $12.99, right? You go to the Wiz in New York or JNR Music World or Tower Records. So $100 for this CD set, it was life-changing. I applied it. But now you see like YouTube and everything, podcasts, there's more better training today than ever in the history of network marketing. But the thing is, people still struggle and fail. And because they are not consistent. None of the strategy. I mean, you teach one of the best stuff, Scott. But people don't apply it and do what you teach about LinkedIn consistently. They're not going to get results. So I was like, that's why it's called the, you know, initially uh, thought about, I'll think about the title because it's in direct selling. There's so many health companies, right? But you need the pill. It's like all these vitamins are great, but you're never going to have success until they take the consistency of this pill. It's like the missing supplement. Until you can be learn to be consistent and take the stuff you're learning from you, Scott, or from your upline and team members or from myself, apply consistently, you're never going to be successful. So that's actually how it started. And I just wanted to show people that and people used to always say, I'm very consistent, right? Like saying happy birthday to you on your, on your birthday. There's a system. This is the, I apply the seven components of the system to that in order for me to do that. So, and I actually share a funny story. The couple of times I forgot to sing someone, right? The, the birthday. Well, the component one is you have a checklist. If you want to be consistent, you have a checklist. Like every day, Scott, you have a checklist of things you have to do, right? The reason why a lot of people fail in their goals is they have these goals, but there's no system behind it. They think, I'm going to still live my same lifestyle, habits, whatever. But you know what? You're, God's not giving you one extra second. You need something in place, which goes to the, the second component is you got to create and schedule the time, right? Your routine, it's just like workout. I want to lose weight. Well, you got to create and schedule. You, you need a checklist of things you need to do in the gym. You need to create and schedule the time. Number three is you got to determine the strategy. What are you going to do? Right? Are you going to go on LinkedIn? Are you going to do a live video on LinkedIn? Are you going to do posts? Are you going to connect with people in your industry or connect people uh, in alumni groups? Right? It's just like if you're going to the gym, what's your strategy? Is it legs one day, upper body one day? Or are you going to do like legs on the same day? What's the strategy? Number four is you need environment. Now, where are you going to do it? Are you going to listen to a certain type of music that's going to pump you up? Number five, you got to track your progress. Tracking, right? Number six is you need tools, certain tools, like a timer, like a calendar, right? Anyone who exercises consistently, they're tracking the progress. And the last thing, most important, is accountability. You need accountability to go out there and make it happen. And I'll share, see, these are the seven components. And I'll share something funny about the birthday routine. I actually wrote about that in a book. There were a few times where I forgot the forgot to sing happy birthday. All right. Now, I sing a day before. The few times I actually missed that day, I just sang the day of. The reason why, because there's a breakdown of the of the system. 
and the, the the day it happens, the days it happened was when I was traveling. So when I travel, I always take the see component three or uh, component four is choose the environment. So I sing happy birthday, as you can probably tell, when I walk my dog Obi. I'm walking in the neighborhood and I sing happy birthday. My neighbors think I'm a weird, I'm a freak, whatever. I mean, I'm holding my cell phone in one hand, I'm holding my dog on the leash in the other hand. But that's what I do. That's my environment, right? That's the, that gets me into being consistent. But on the days I travel, because I live in LA and the LAX is terrible, I always take the first flight out. I take the first flight out and that flight normally, I'm leaving at 4 a.m., taking a 6 a.m. flight, leave my house at 4 a.m. So I, my wife walks the dog. And because she's walking the dog, all of a sudden the environment change. Uh, and I always say, well, I'll sing happy birthday when I get to the city. And once you get to the city, oh, my God, you check into the hotel, you totally forgot. That was the few times I forgot. And then when I realized that, in order for me to get back to being consistent, I changed the environment, right? Changed it, talking about the strategy. So now when I travel uh, and I don't walk the dog, I sing happy birthday on my Uber ride to the airport. So, and ever since then, and now Uber driver thinks I'm crazy, but that's when I get it done. Yeah, I mean, it's it's shifting and changing things and, and bobbing and weaving. And and again, um, all I can resonate with all seven of those components, because, again, uh, you're doing them, you're applying them, whether you realize, like, you know, you realize it or not, you're doing all those seven. Otherwise, you wouldn't have to have achieved the, the, the success you've achieved. Well, I appreciate that. And, and what would you say, you know, again, the goal of the consistency pill is is to to help people become more consistent because. I know for a hundred percent certainty that whoever's listening to this, you get this book and you apply these seven strategies that maybe you're applying three of the seven or maybe five of the seven, but you're missing two of them. If you, if you take an ingredient out of a recipe, is it going to come out the right way? No, it's going to come out tasting like crap. But if you apply all seven of these ingredients to the consistency pill, you're going to see a change in your business. And just as Simon and I have been talking, it's not going to happen overnight. It's a process. You know, any every master was once a disaster. T. Harvecker talks about this all the time. So the, the mission, obviously, is to get people more consistent. So what, what are you hoping, obviously, with all the, the amounts of people that are going to get their hands on this book? What are, what are the hopes that that you want people to take away from this book and obviously apply it to their life and business. What do you want to see happen from all that? Well, I really want to lift up the profession, right? The network marketing. But I think just like uh, me, the profession totally changed your life, Scott, right? You wouldn't be where it guided you. And not just in terms of business and money, but the mindset, the friendships, the network. Uh, I wouldn't be the father. I wouldn't even know about the compound effect or all that stuff if it wasn't for the profession. So my purpose is really to empower people to get to at least $1,000 a month. And I believe everyone can make a part-time income in network marketing. And I'm not talking about be a six-figure or a seven-figure, because sometimes it, it may be difficult depending on your situation, but everyone can earn $1,000 a month. And if everyone earned $1,000 a month in direct selling, it would totally change the profession. T totally change everything. Not only will people, you know, be uh, stop being negative about it, they be the, the world will be more open to it, but also lives will change. A thousand dollars a month is like two mortgage payments for a lot of people. Changes lives. It's an extra vacation, right? Um, it also helps out the leaders. If you have double, just think about it, you're a leader, you're listening to this, and all of a sudden, two times as many people are making a thousand dollars a month. The volume trickles up. What will happen to your income? So that's why I always believe you start from the bottom up. 
and everything trickles and the lives we change and network marketing instead of people say oh this is not good it's like a scam or it doesn't work they'll realize well what it really is it's a most awesome profession for the average person like me i was a kid who could even go to class cutting class playing video games and can make an impact in this world and not just being making money wise but more importantly as a father and as just a human being love that so uh again um I'm going to encourage everyone that's listened to this episode to get Simon's new book, The Consistency Pill. I can't wait to uh, to tear through it just to see how applicable it's been unconsciously of what my wife and I have been doing. Because again, you know, like minds always attract like minds. And I'm just so excited for Simon in this new book. So Simon, uh, before we sign off, how can people get their hands on this incredible book? Obviously, the information is going to be in the description of this episode, but where can people go to buy the book? You can go to Amazon, just look for Simon Channel Consistency Pill. But I've got it giving away bonuses. Cool. Uh, I don't want to give it away, but you can get like a workbook. I just kind of give a workbook, all the other freebies as well. Go to consistencypill.com. And if you purchase the book, go to consistencypill.com, submit a receipt number, and then you get a lot of freebies, over $50 worth of freebies. Amazing. So again, all of that information is going to be in the description of the episode. So, Simon, final question before we sign off What does success truly mean to you wow that's a deep question i was gonna i was thinking it was like something something quick like what's your favorite color what's your favorite book uh what does success mean to you is uh being able to have a positive impact on as many lives as possible and that means like uh, you know because one thing's guaranteed we're gonna die what will people say at your funeral about you right uh, and creating a lasting legacy, not just in wealth, but being a parent. Like, are my children going to uh, make this world a better place or are they going to be sucking the world dry, right? So it's the balance of not just the money, but family and your communities. And uh, success is what will people say about, what do you want people to say about your funeral? And I, I think I want people to say I made a positive impact. I was a God-loving person who loved and feared God first. And I served the community and um, did what Jesus Christ wanted me to do. Love that. And it's so funny. Uh, the, the reader, or the listeners can't see this. I'm holding up a book and it's called Everyday Legacy. And so within our mastermind, the Expert Authority Mastermind, we have a book club. So we, we suggest a book for all of our members to read together for the month. So we're all in the same kind of like wavelength. And my buddy Cody Schuin wrote this book and he was a funeral director for 15 years. And this entire book is, a, is about how do you want to be remembered? And his big message is not waiting until you're gone for your legacy to be felt, leave it while you're still living. But again, another overarching message is in this book, just what you said, what are people going to say to you and about you at your funeral? There's two guarantees in life. The day you're born and the day you die. And the bigger question is, what are you going to do in between those two dates? So again, Simon, super excited for you in this book. I cannot wait to see the continued success. Not only this book is going to do for you, but is going to do for the countless, countless people that buy this book and apply the seven consistency pill tactics and strategies of how they can grow their business, become a more present individual for their, for their family, for their friends, and for themselves. 
Um, and as always, as a returning friend and guest, just grateful for you and everything that you're sharing to the community that you're serving and just truly grateful for you and your friendship. And thank you so much again for being here today. Hey, thank you for having me, Scott. It's an honor. I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you too. And everyone, again, the information of how to get the consistency pill will be in the description of this episode. Again, consistencybill.com for those bonuses. Uh, submit your receipt number, get it on Amazon. Everything will be in the description. And everyone, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please enjoy the rest of your days and I'll talk to you next time. Bye everyone. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me, where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.